Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This time for Africa. What? Makes me what the hell is that? Makes me happy. Okay, let's. Um, Are you not going to do the opening? I guess I am. Welcome. No, I. <laughs> I, I mean, I was about to, but I was just waiting for like a better song. I, I only played it for like five five seconds. Oh, it must have right. through differently on your end. It was playing for like twenty seconds on mine. Oh, it was. Oh, dude, it only played for like fucking three seconds on my end. Oh, my bad. All right, so let's do another. No, it's fine. Uh, just go. <laughs> just roll with it. Yeah, people. This is all right. All right. What's up, besties? And welcome to another episode of Pillows and Beer. Uh, I'm joined as always with my bestie, Craig Conover, and we got Nick Norris. I don't know where Nick is. He's normally in his living room, but he seems to be in like his bedroom or whatever, playing his PS5, which I don't blame him. Um, I am at my house. Craig is in the Hall Wine studio. And uh, we're just we're just going to have a little fun tonight, huh, Craig? Uh, we are. I what, what was I just going to say? Um, I, I, oh, I was going to say congratulations to our friend Jordan McGraw and the release of his new album, Bort. You can listen to that episode uh, from last week. Uh, and in no, our I'm podcast are found. Yeah, you would have. I mean, you'll, you will all end up hanging out one day. You'll like Jordan. Guys, McGraw. someone just knocked on uh, Well, point your camera towards the door so we know if you're okay or not. What's up, Nick? How's your week? It's good. Just been working down in actually Raleigh. That's why I'm in a different room than I normally am in. So I'll be back in Charlottesville on Thursday and then back down here next week. We just got a wedding coming up this month. So it's all balls to the wall for the next four weeks down here. Yeah, we're um, we're pretty busy in Charleston. A uh, lot of different projects going on, but sewing down south. Uh, if you have a Fred Meyer by you, you can find Sewing Down South products in there. And if you have a Kroger-owned grocery store, uh, you're probably going to be able to find some Sewing Down South stuff. So tag me and Sewing Down South when you see our displays in those stores. You see our yeah, house we- in the store, and we will repost your post. Yeah, we have a bunch of Kroger's. Is Fred Meyer mainly just like Northwest? Yeah, Northwest. Who is that, Austin? Holy shit. Uh, it was Pico. Pico works at the local bar, the Commodore, and he cuts my grass and he just knocked on my door. I was like, damn, Pico, you almost gave me a heart attack. He was, I, I don't know what he's doing. He was just trying to be like, hey, man, the lawn looks good, right? I was like, yeah, man, lawn looks awesome, dude. Thank you so much. And I was like, I am right in the middle of something, but uh, let's 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 chat tomorrow. He was like, all right, all right. I I, I like cutting my own grass. If I had grass, when I used to have grass, I, I enjoyed it. Um, there's definitely times when if you're not home or something, you're like, shit, it's something I don't have to worry about of keeping it like short for the neighbors. Um, sure. But I, I mean, yard work's always been relaxing to me, except weed. And, I hated and it's funny that you say that, right? Because I have a bunch of buddies who feel that exact same way, right? Like my buddies that have you know families and and kids and stuff, they like love to go outside and cut the grass. And then they always refer to the, the beer after cutting your grass is like the most satisfying beer that you can possibly drink. I do. And, I do a mid and they like grass. to cut the grass, man. I do a mid mid grass uh, beer. I'll start it. And then as I get, have like a few, like I'll start my lawn. And then when I have a few laps in, I'll take a break and pop a beer, drink like half of it. And then, yeah, it gets then I don't ever finish it because it gets warm. So then I pop another one. I actually I leave a lot of wounded soldiers out there. Like my dad would, my dad stopped drinking when I was born. But I heard him make a comment after like a pool party that they had about like God, I would have killed killed someone back in my day. Like I must have found a hundred half drank beers around the pool, and I just started to laugh. I was like, yeah. Few of them were probably mine. I do that a lot. I either set them down and forget where they are, uh, but I do turn my tab to the right. Or, I mean, once it gets like not freezing cold, I kind of just go get another one. It's not great. I mean, yeah, that's grows, true. boy. If, if you have like structure in your yard, it's a little harder than just mowing like an open, open lawn. True. That was my first 
big responsibility as a kid where I, I felt like important and grown up was cutting my was grass. mowing lawn. But my art, I mean, we had never a, did we it. We had a like we had a ride on. Like it was a riding mower. I wouldn't have liked it if we had to push it. I push it now. Um but as a kid I just thought it was cool to ride on the grocery store. Or God, on the fucking lawnmower. See, it's funny because we can't the really talk about... grocery store. What are we talking about grocery dude, store we, for? you would think I was high right now, and I'm not. And we can't really talk about why we're so busy, but I think everyone can infer it. But I will tell you, the, the mental pretzel and mental exhaustion that happens at the end of some of these days, I... Obviously, I just got finished doing something, Austin, and my br- I couldn't yeah. finish that sentence. I just said something about a grocery store. I can see it in your face, by the way. I can see it in your face that like you're just like you are like pseudo checked out. So I'm gonna try to bring you back well, in. I'm, I'm gonna not, try to bring you back it's not in. That I'm checked out. I just you know I just I did that other responsibility that we have down here for a couple hours. Um, you are part of that for a second, um, and I just need to get my my uh, I need to get stimulated. Yeah. So yeah, bring me into something that I'm yeah. passionate about. Okay. All right, Nick. I talked to him on the phone the other day when I was driving out to my folks' house to have dinner. And let's just jump into like a really interesting kind of spot of, of course, Craig's going to find it interesting for a different reason because it has to do with law. And Craig's going to probably give us some story about how it relates to law and what he learned in law school. But Nick, why don't you tell us what you told me when I was driving out to my folks' house? So have you seen this yet, Craig, about Lady Gaga and like – no, I have. So the woman who was got arrested, and it's like it was allegedly, I should say, because she hasn't been char- officially convicted yet. In the kid, remember when her dogs got kidnapped and everything, and 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 Gaga she was, was like, and she was like, I, I'll pay anything I whatsoever. I'll put word to whoever brings them back. Yeah, Craig, so like I'll, I'll give five hundred thousand dollars to whoever brings them back, and the, the people who kidnapped them her saw dogs. It. They got arrested. She's now suing Lady Gaga because she never got the ransom. Well, it's not ransom. It's an award. It's a reward. There's a whole class, like section of law, like chapter that you study. Um, okay, Craig, but I can't come and steal your dog and then bring it back after I've been caught already for being the one to steal your dog and say, wait, but still you owe me the reward because technically you got your dog back. Now, did she return the dogs herself or did she get arrested and then the dogs were returned? I think she got arrested first and then the yeah, dogs I think, were I'm pretty returned. sure she got arrested first, yeah. Well, if she was arrested first and then the police officers returned your dogs, technically the police officers would be um, entitled to that money, except they're not allowed to collect. Wait, so you're telling me that if I go so steal somebody's dog, could they don't sue know Lady me. Gaga right now? No, look, if this, if this lady stole this person stole lady gaga's dogs and then lady gaga said i will pay five hundred thousand dollars no questions asked for the dogs back and she would have brought them back yeah she would owe her five hundred thousand dollars now she could also then hate our country she could then lady gaga could then sue um you know in that same claim like when that lady sues lady gaga lady gaga would sue her right back um and hopefully you know everything would even out. But yeah, I mean, if you offer a reward, you have to pay the reward. It's actually, so I don't think it was an official, like it was more of just like a social media thing or does that count as, yeah, it's an offer. Like here's the offer. Contracts have to have an offer and an acceptance and consideration. So the offer is lady Gaga saying, I will pay $500,000 for my dogs back. The acceptance would be whoever brought the dog back and put effort into bringing the dog back. And the consideration is the $500,000. So, so my fucking mind is in a pretzel right now. Like how come Craig can't just so be like, I can't yeah, dude, that sucks. What a bitch. Because but instead law, he has to go all lawyer on us. The law isn't about feelings. So you're telling me, I I thank you, Nick. I just right said that to you Jeff. earlier. Okay. And then, and then Shep would be like, yeah, I'm going to offer like a $5,000 reward to bring my dog back. And then you just like walk him back. But if you get arrested, yeah, verbal contracts are binding. So, um, what? Well, I think it's, it's independent. No, 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 no. That, that can't be true. Yeah. What about, you know, football players that, that verbally commit to a school and they just like flip their commitment and they're like, yeah, sorry, sucker. Sorry, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's proctor bitch. That's governed by a different set of rules. Um, but basically, a reward would be a unilateral contract. So, um, yeah, if you see the sign or hear someone say that, like, you will get money for returning an animal, and you do that, um, so. If any part of the deal ha- is illegal, then it's not a valid con. It's not an enforceable contract. That's why with marijuana, the farms they can't bank. Like it, it, it made it, it's so hard for like California weed farms to bank because it's still federally illegal. So basically, they could give all of their money to a bank and the bank not honor their like contract and like oh, so here's what happened. Banks would loan these weed farms like hundreds of thousands of dollars and basically there was a weed farm that didn't pay their loan back and the government was like, well, it was never an enforceable loan because drugs are illegal. So anyway, if if what something... fuck? Like if something... Wait, so did they purposely not pay it back or they just failed? Yeah, no, they purposely just kept the money and they were like, what are you going to no. do about it? So here's the thing. If I steal someone's jewels... And then someone buys them from like the pawn shop. The person that buys them is technically the legal owner, which is like the possession that follows the property is really, really confusing. But I was watching was the pawn stars and they're like, anytime they buy an illegal item and the cops come in, they technically have to give up that illegal item to the yeah, owner. That's before another customer buys it from pawn stars. Once that happens, then it, really makes stuff fucking messy. Like these are all the things that if you this is like if you liked law school, these were the classes that you were like, wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what the hell's wrong with see, that? Why is everything see, so confusing? See, because that's interesting in the sense where like that's why, you know, pawn stars, I mean I'm sure that it's happened to them before, right? Where like they've come across like, oh my God, did we buy like a shady item? But but I don't think that they just like willy nilly are like, yeah. You know, we'll buy your gold. Like, I I think that the legitimate. Well, I don't think they are, but stores, I think there are pawn stores. Or pawn of course, shops there like are. That. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, but I'm saying like the legit ones are like very wary, and they will call the cops or or like flag it or flag an item that is sold, and then you're you know effed. And then yeah. you effed, and then that takes you to the white collar world of art fencing. Um, so this is really interesting. Um, Cambodia's crown jewels were just returned. And what happened, basically, there was 77 pieces of centuries-old gold jewelry that out of nowhere was just returned to uh, Cambodia. And Cambodia basically like used to be this really wealthy country, and all of this art and jewelry got stolen in gold. And so... There's this famous, famous um, British antiquities dealer uh, who was charged a couple years ago saying that he trafficked on the black market of like shit. Like basically like what's the movie called? Um, Entrapment. No, the guy that breaks into all the pyramids and looks for the treasure. uh, National treasure? Indiana Jones. Um, Oh. Yeah, but – he basically has always, he just passed away, but he always maintained his innocence and his lawyer Wait, who just passed away. Do the fictional character of Indiana Jones, the real life, oh, the guy who's stealing them. Yeah. The, the real, real life. Version well, we don't know how oh. he got them, but basically the family lawyer just contacted Cambodia and was like, Hey, send someone to this parking lot at this hour. Like the, basically the family of this guy that died, decided to return a fuck ton of shit. And so this lawyer that was acting as a middleman went to this parking lot and in the back of a van was four crates of like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. of Okay. And, and, and and did anyone get a reward? Sorry. Did you say that in the beginning? And I just didn't catch it. No, no, no. The family wanted to wipe its hands clean. I think like no questions asked. So it was like, yeah, it's really easy. So to, to go back to the very beginning, Craig, is you're you're saying that Lady Gaga cannot be sued. Lady Gaga cannot be sued. 
I'm not saying that. I'm saying that whoever returned her dog is owed that money unless they're an uh, an officer of the court, like a like a. Police so officer. like that's super fucked up, right? So like if I lose something and it's super fucking like important to me, I'm gonna be hesitant now to put like a reward out there because someone's gonna be like, "Dope, I, I'm gonna like." Uh, well, you have to. Pay. I mean, imagine being sued for offering a reward. Well, if you offer the reward, you have to be willing to pay it. Okay, but pay it to the person that stole my shit to begin with? No, but that's why you need to... All she had to do... Oh, I forgot they shot her, the dog walker. All she had to do in her reward was not say no questions asked. So, like, it's how you pose the offer. You can control the offer. You're the one making it. Oh, my it. God. Imagine me, like, writing a reward with, like, a Sharpie and and then putting all sorts of, like, sub-fucking sections yeah. in there being, like... Uh, contingent upon the fact that you find the dog between the hours of six and eight. For my lawyer, uh, the moon, <laughs> yeah, the moon must be full, and uh, no, there must be like you could that do is. That. And then what would happen is if the person returned your dog, you'd still get your dog, and if they didn't follow the exact offer, then you wouldn't have to pay them. Which is kind of your dog. I'm We're stealing little Craig. Craig, that's fine with me. I don't. And then, and then, what you do, Nick, is that you steal little Craig, you give it to to two leg Craig, and then two leg Craig returns big Craig. Shep gives Craig the money, and you two split it. Speaking of treasure, how did you feel about the new Outer Banks? Did you guys watch it? I haven't watched any of the Outer Banks, so I'm out of this conversation. All right. Well, let's just like whisk back to the first season, Craig, before what I imagine is going to be a whole bunch of gripes from the new season. But when you go back to that first season, that show, as everyone knows, you know, it like, it like took the nation, but 2020, man, I mean, if you were lucky enough to come out with a show or be on a show in 2020, your show more likely than not took the fuck off. Like everyone was holed up inside streaming services were well that always be the question was tiger king and outer banks incredible or was it just i COVID? hated i will tiger say king, but outer banks fucking season one was spectacular that was, it was a cult following like i i yeah. could not patiently wait for the second one to come out like i yeah. really the first one was everything that i wanted in a television show fantasy I mean, treasure we, love like well romance. it's awesome because it made you Kind of like a throwback to like, you know, the OC, right? Where like Ryan moves in with, you know, the kooks and Ryan is a pogue. And now here's a show making you root for the pogues over the kooks. And everyone wanted to be John B, right? I mean, Craig literally wore a bandana that summer because he was like, I'm a pogue. Yeah, like, before, I'm a pogue. before like the mass thing happened with COVID, I was like, I'm wearing a John B like handkerchief around my neck. Yes, and and, and we did a lot of boating that summer. Anyways, season two comes out, and it turned into a big-time teeny bopper treasure hunt, in my opinion. It just wasn't but, realistic anymore. Like, it was a little, like, not that the first season was realistic, but there was a certain level of, like, fantasy and es- escapism. Um, and the second one just made me a little angry. Just made me a little angry. I mean, you know, uh, there were certain aspects of it where I was like, okay, okay. You know, my blood was flowing and I was like, yeah. But like, <clears throat> I mean, I like all of the characters enough to still be involved with the show. But the storyline pissed me off in season two because it was like an eye roll. It was just like, oh, my God. Well, you know, and I liked all the characters and I still like them in season three. Well, so let me just be clear with that. Well, with some of them. Um, yeah, over last did. summer and you're like looking at me like I really don't like you but like I like they like the people themselves were so nice but I had to continue to like convince like remind myself as I was drinking like this isn't actually Rafe like this isn't yeah. actually Topper <laughs> yeah 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 Craig and I uh, were at a party last summer you know me and Shep and Craig were at a party where where uh, Rafe Topper and John B were there and they dressed like pogues still there i i was or shocked kooks. like what like kooks or like pogues oh well john b was dressed no no actually topper was dressed like yeah. a like a pogue in my opinion yeah i have a picture and 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 rafe is just like i mean his style if like you've been seeing like his interviews and all that stuff i i 
I couldn't put a finger on on what the hell that he's doing. But you know, but uh, he, he was arguably you know the nicest one. Yeah. in my opinion, he no, was they, great. You know, I he had this like you yeah, know, tiny I didn't get to meet um, John B or like Chase. I, I mean, we said hi, but like you and I ended up spending the night with like. Rafe and Topper and like Austin and, um, I forget. Yeah. Craig name. and I had sex with Rafe and Topper. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> they, uh, they were super nice, but I think at one point I had to like look up and I was like, wow, I really don't like his, the character that he played. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I'm going to be honest, man, like in season three, the first few episodes, right. Cause I've only watched, you know, three or four, right. Because sometimes the storyline gets so out of hand and unbelievable that like, I can't even, deal with it but there was i mean i don't want to like say spoilers craig but but shaped shaved head rafe like he gets my blood going right because he is like and he is like an animal fucking un uncaged you know and like he it's 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 kind of cool and like you find yourself you know rooting for him for some reason but uh episode two or three or whatever, you know, the bell is ringing. I, I had tears in my eyes. Did you or no? <laughs> Did you not care? I, he, I, I've just found myself a little more annoyed with some people that I used to like, and like it became background noise for me. So like, I, I loved it, but like, just certain, you're annoyed with John B, aren't you? Just, no, just well, I yeah. At that moment when he was finding no, here's the thing. I got annoyed with his dad, and I was like, this guy's pissing me off because I was like, he's yeah. a little selfish. And so his no, dad's a little like, scumbag, loved, huh? Like the scene, John B. Like finding him, like that was great. I love that Sarah Cameron fucking left the boat, but it was pissing me off that JJ, who I like, JJ is my favorite character, but he was like, JJ was like, Whoa. no, we can't leave him. And I was like, what? So you're just gonna fucking stay here and get caught instead of right, right. and trying, guys? To, like we aren't leaving. I know yeah. that there are twenty dudes running with towards guns. us with semi-automatic rifles, but we can't leave yeah, him. You're like. like what else are you gonna that's, do? Like that's the like the emotional decision making instead of like w- like doing something that needs to get done. Like JJ was before. Like all right, I'm gonna pop this motherfucker, but it caused trouble. The nickname Jage is needs to go. I don't know where oh, the hell that I've came never from. heard that. Oh, I've never heard Jage. Jage becomes a nickname and. John B didn't annoy me until something happens with like someone getting shot. And this is what I hate in any movie or show. Like basically this guy was about to shoot John B in the head. And so someone has to shoot the guy and John B has a problem with it. (laughs) And I hate, I don't like guns. And I was like, okay, well it was either you or him motherfucker. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed, this season, I've got a, I've got the tenth episode left. Um, uh, the third see, season see, is have, way better than the I'm second. On the fourth episode, right? And 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 I think that it's important to say, you know, which we did say, where it's like I like all of the characters, I like all of the actors. It's hard, but to the make... story is bothering me a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. We still love everyone yeah, in the show. Yeah. Now, oh, I love everyone except Key's parents. They might be the worst people in the fucking history. Oh, see, I haven't seen the them show. yet. They are disgraced. other than season two. If you send two. your kids away to a work camp, you should be shot. Like fuck you. A work camp? What's a work camp? You'll see. But it's like uh-huh. it's disgusting. And like they're like, we're doing it to help you, and you're like, shut up. Oh man. Um, they. Uh, All right. So. But I hold like on. Uh, uh, is because you're on episode ten, Craig. Like we have to. I mean, I assume that you know we're ending this conversation, but maybe not. But is it a watch or a pass for you? Uh, I mean, if you're a fan of Outer Banks, like you can't just stop no, no, watching. No. It. It's still a watch because Charleston looks awesome in it. Um, totally. They film in like Barbados, and like it's it's better than the second season for me. Like I liked the third one better yeah, than the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the second season was. The second season was too much of like a tween fantasy land. Like Rave does something that you're just I I'm excited to talk about this next week to see where where you good. go with Rafe. Um, okay, okay, wait, wait. I'm gonna watch tonight then. Fuck it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take a break from Harry Potter Legacy, Nick. And I'm gonna watch Outer Banks. Yeah, so I'm you gonna, haven't gotten sick of Harry Potter yet? Well, I like my ADD is undeniable, so it's like I'll be playing it for two hours and, and then I'll like, 
and then I'll have to take like a break and, you know, put on, you know, Netflix or something or like, you know, walk, walk downstairs and make tea. So like, no, no, I've not gotten sick of it. Right. Like right now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> just talked well, about sometimes it. when I play games that take a long time out of nowhere, I'll be like, what the fuck am I doing this for? But it's the good all the, the one, time, Craig, the ones that are good. I'm just like, just let yourself have fun. Like I still like it. And the dangerous part about, you know, video games, right, Craig, because I feel like you and I are both kind of the same way in this, right? Where like, I'm sitting there just being like, when I'm playing for too long, I'm like, what are you doing? Right. But like four hours can pass like, like, you know, 30 minutes. True or false, Nick? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it can. And that's why it's great for like flights. And like, I feel like the appropriate times to play it, but it's the days where I'm like, Okay, I don't have anything to show for this. If it like if it's at the right time, then you're like, hey, I didn't go out and I played video games, which means this is productive for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's that's actually true, and and, and that's a reason that I bought it too, right? So that I'd be like, okay, it's time to go home, and or or it's you know maybe, hey, it's Wednesday night, kind of like it is you know right now. Like you shouldn't be going out, so sit your ass at home and play PlayStation. <laughs> But when it's not good is like if you wake up or whatever, and then you're like, well, I don't really have a meeting until like 11. It's nine right now. Should I just sit down and game for two hours? That's dangerous because that two hours passes real quick. What's your favorite part of the game so far? Dude, just, just, just the fact that it is, I mean, Hogwarts. Like, Nick, I wrote a broom for the first time. And afterwards, <laughs> I kind of laughed to myself because I was so giddy and I was like alone, obviously. And I was like, whoa, woo. like, I was like, yes, this is awesome. And then I kind of finished it. And I was like, you are such a nerd because flying around the castle and like, you know, dipping around and doing all this shit on a broomstick. I have dreamed about this since I was like, since I was young, you know, when I was like, you know, 13 reading my first book and it is, it's just cool to be like running around the castle and learning all these spells yeah, it's awesome. I don't know. Are you going to play Quidditch? What? Are you going to play Quidditch? Uh, so Nick and I not in the game yet. So when you first start playing the game, the you know the headmaster, right? So it's all these characters that don't exist in in the books or in the movies, right? It's all just new new people, and um, and at the very beginning, you know, the headmaster's like. And this semester, uh, there there will be no Quidditch. And I was like, oh, man, that's clearly because they haven't figured out how to, like, play the game of Quidditch on PlayStation yet. Well, there will be an update at some point. Yes. Yeah. And I'll be on it. Um, I I just want to say one, one last thing about Outer Banks and then we go. It's... I don't like when it gets overly stressful and I think at some points it gets overly stressful and you're just like, damn, can't these kids catch a break? But, um, you know. no, man, but that's what the show's about. Like everything is like, Oh, right. In the nick of time, like everything, everything is in the nick of time. That's like what that's, that's why it's like a tween show. Right. Because that is what it is. It's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. No, no, no. Turn around. John B. John B. No, turn around. Like it's all. All right. I'm like bashing on it, but I love it. <laughs> right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. In honor of our Bieber wrong. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steerai! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hey, welcome back to this episode of Pills and Beer. I'm here at the Hall Wine Studio, joined by my bestie Austin Kroll and Nick Norris, who seems to be in a remake of the Pills and Beer studio, wherever he may be. That's what our room used to look like. Nick, where are you? I am currently in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, you're in Raleigh. How do you feel about I I I want to go over these like debate questions that we that we've been sent in but how do you feel about Let's, pranking Say it again How do you feel about pranking I mean I'm a big fan of pranking like, I don't if you're I don't do involved. it you know often enough to say that you know to be honest but like 
Pranks? I like pranks. Like, but Define what? a prank, Craig. Yeah. Define what you're talking about yeah. before we get Come it. Come on, tell me a prank. Um, Like, for me, like, kissing you on the head at the pool party is funny. Like, when yeah. I said, smell my shirt and then... <laughs> Nick, Craig, Craig was being all weird and he's like been doing like a couple of these things, you know, recently where like, you know, he asks you about Joe and he's like, do you know Joe? And then you're like, you know, who the fuck is Joe, Craig? And he's like, Joe mama, you know? And, and like, he thinks it's funny and it's like, you know, literally first Craig, grade. You never have a kid already. That's yeah, dad joke to the extreme. And so Craig comes up to me and he's like, Hey, does my shirt smell weird? And I was like, get away from me, you weirdo. Like, what are you going to do to me? Like, what are you going to do? And he's like, nothing weird. Okay. No, nothing shit. weird. Like, does my shirt smell weird? And and he grabbed it right here, Nick. And he's like, just does it smell weird? And I was like, Craig. So, you know, naturally what guys do when someone tells you to lean in is that you grab, you know, your package, right? Because, you know, you don't want to get hit, hit in the nuts. And I leaned in. I smelled Craig's shirt, and because I had leaned in, Craig kissed my forehead. <laughs> kissed him on the top of the head. He said, "Thank you." Craig. And I couldn't help but laugh my ass off because I was like, "What? What? What is wrong with you?" But it it reminds me um, of New Girl, Craig with Winston, and <laughs> Nick is like an all star pranker, <clears throat> and Winston takes it. You know, he takes his pranks you know, too far. He's yeah. like. Bam! And then I'm going to cut his brakes. Raccoon. And he won't be able to stop. And you're like, that is too far, dude. That's too far. On the loose at, uh, at what's your name's first wedding? He put a raccoon in the ceiling. Oh, or right, right. At CC's. Yeah. And, uh, and like, you know, and Nick's were just genius, right? You know, Nick was like, what I did was I decreased each of Schmidt's shoes by like a half of an inch or, or like a centimeter so that he thinks that, you know, something like is off or that, you know, he's shrinking and Schmidt was just like wigging out. Like, what is going on? Like, why is my hip hurt? You know? And Winston was like, all right, what I'm going to do is, and, and he would just take it too, too far. God, yeah. I like, great shows. I like funny great shows. pranks or like, you know, kind of like popping out and scaring someone, but the people that prank people online, sometimes and like if there's any sort of messiness that gets involved like stupid did you like the kid put peanut butter all over his parents kitchen and i was like i you like i would just kick you out of the house greg i saw that and <clears throat> he didn't just like put peanut he covered every cabinet every surface the floor yeah, the like, sink you're with ruining, peanut butter. like you're gonna ruin stuff in their kitchen um i i would be so upset like, you know, wrapping like an office right for Christmas. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny you can shit. clean it up. You can clean it up like easy. You clean. know, Jim, Jim put in Dwight's <laughs> stapler in in the jello. That's funny. Right. But like Egging someone's house is not funny to me. <clears throat> egging? Egging. Well, yeah. Egging can, can no, take off no. paint. So toilet paper yeah. is funny, but not. Yeah, I agree. So, but egging is bullshit to me. All right. Well, now we're older and we know that, Craig, and we've painted our homes and we're sitting there being like, you, you ruffians, how dare you? But there was a time when I thought that it was funny as shit. Like for Halloween, I was like 14 years old. Like, let's go egg, you know, the Smith's house. And yes, I admit that I was a little shithead. I was wrong. I'm getting choked. I'm here's the, here's my favorite to watch online. People popping out of like, you know, trash cans or like, you know, like people getting like spooked or like fall or like, you know, the elevator floor becoming like, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden falling out from under him. It looks like, or like when the mortal Kombat guys in the elevator and he just starts like screaming and the people in the elevator freak out. But okay. I've got some <clears throat> dumb food debates in front of me. So first one, pineapple on pizza. What do you think? Yes. I love yes. it. Yes. I love pineapple. I love it. You don't like it, Nick? Nick's shaking his head. No. Does not belong on pizza. Well, who's okay. to say what belongs on pizza? I do a lot of weird shit. I do, Craig. I say yeah, it does not belong. Italian heritage, Nick. Um, Nick, I, I wholeheartedly fucking disagree with you, and I'm going to tell you why. Because if, if you've ever had a Hawaiian pizza from Mellow Mushroom, I mean, it is... It is to die for Canadian bacon and pineapple. See, and I do, obviously I do the crust and pineapple. See, I mean, anything works. Yeah. Like in my opinion, 
if you mix the pineapple with a meat, it it works. Uh, to be honest, I've never had pineapple on a pizza when it's not with like a meat, you know, so bacon or ham yeah. or you know, pepperoni. So I don't know if I would like like a veggie pizza with pineapple on it, but I do like it with meat. Pepperoni is the only meat I like on um, pizza. but Yeah. My right. dad too, by the way. I mean, when we order pizza as a family, you know, Katie and I are like, let's do this and this and add you know, some cream peppers and olives. And he's like, can you just get me like a cheese pizza? And if you want to get crazy with it, just throw on some pepperonis. We're like, Jesus, dad. Yeah. I like everything mm-hmm. except other meats. Um, so do you dip your pizza? Into in, dressing. In every dressing applies. Yeah, it uh, does. Garlic it's sauce. Italian. Uh, uh, ranch. Blue marinara. It all applies. I love dipping my pizza into stuff. Hot sauce. Great. Yeah, sure. Well, wait, you know the tip of your pizza yeah, or the both, crust? Both. <laughs> well, I'll only eat the crust if I have something to dip it in. Yeah. Um, Nick doesn't like that either. He's shaking his head. Um, proper way to eat pizza. I I'll, I'll I don't love folding it, but I will if it's too hot and messy. I one hundred okay. If if the slice is big enough, right? So if you're just ordering like a PJ's or Domino's or something like that, <clears throat> but every time that the slice is kind of like an oversized, I always fold the pizza in half because the end of it will will dip because more often than not it's it's greasier than it should be so it's gonna dip so i always fold it um as the soup king or soup prince whatever no neither soup king panera called me the soup king so i'm saying i'm the soup king uh i know i saw that on on you know barstool's page i don't know where oh yeah that's right it was barstool shout out to barstool um is chili a soup no it's not just chili. Wait, like stew. chili is not a soup. Not in my mind. I think okay. soups have broth. Um, and you know what? I'm I'm gonna let you just say what you want to say about that because you're in the soup prince. Well, you can answer this then. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, I do not think that a hot dog is a sandwich. I just I don't even know what member of the food family to put a hot dog in, but I don't think that it's a sandwich just because it has. A bun, in my opinion, does not mean that it's a sandwich. I love hot dogs. I can eat a hot dog at any hour of the day. I I love them too. I wish that they weren't um, so unhealthy for you. Uh, same. I started to do without a bun, and then I'm like, "What am I doing?" Like, what's I know? No, dude, that's not a hot dog. Like, like don't just eat. Right. Just don't just eat. You know, some processed meat. Like, if you're gonna do it, just do it. Um, mean, apparently, Chicago dogs are like beginning to make some sort of you know, resurgence in New York, which pleases me, Craig, because next time we go up there, like uh, I'm going to, you know, Google a place that has like a proper Chicago dog and just, mm, just thinking about one right now. Holy shit. Um, It's actually, it's funny because speaking of healthy stuff, I don't know if you were on here, but I was saying how much, yeah, I think we talked about it, how much I love instant ramen but i've completely cut it out of my diet the last six months because of how awful it is for you and fucking if it wasn't for uh the next day after we talked about it on shark tank or a commercial um it's a brand new company and it's called um emmy i-m-m-i it's got i've been seeing that pop up right it's supposed to be like a like a far healthier okay sorry no six grams of carbs and 21 grams of protein and you're just like wow the fa- I hate when we talk about ideas, but we're just like, oh, well, if, it, if it was a good idea, it would have been done. And now there's. Like- yeah, but if it's. <clears throat> but I think that that the thing with instant ramen is is you know, the sodium, like there's so much yeah. sodium in it. So maybe they. Let's see. This. Emmy. All right. I'll I think that's it. I think it's keto friendly. Um, I don't know, but I'm pumped that those are going to be hitting the. Shelf soon. Um, butter. We'll on- both get a case of you know Emmy Craig, so we can try some Emmy and and come back here and talk about it. Heck yeah. Um, butter on popcorn, yes. And I put hot sauce in Old Bay. On okay, so uh, do you? Oh yeah. Oh, I put on the Old Bay for sure. Do you? Do you layer your butter, Craig? Like you're like, hey, can you fill it up like a bit and put on some butter and then and then throw on the rest? And I'm talking about like you know movie theater popcorn. I know that Orville Redenbacher has. 
quote unquote movie theater popcorn, but I mean, yeah, if I commit compared to, so I've got healthy popcorn in my pantry and I've got unhealthy. And if I commit, I like, I don't really know how to do the butter thing. So I, I won't lie. Like Paige tosses the popcorn. She layers it with like butter. Like if we're getting unhealthy, like we do, we do butter layered. So in the movie theater, yes, I, I say layer the butter popcorn, but yeah. So love butter. Um, and then wow. yeah, the deep dish pizza thing. That's a good question. I, I'm not a big deep dish person. I like bowling alley pizza. I like New York style, like thin. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pizza. Look, speaking of Chicago, I mean the deep dish pizza, each slice is like a full, like pie of like a New York pizza. It is so heavy. It's so much bread. It, it it it's 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 a lot to handle. It is a lot to handle. Well, a lot so, of people call it a casserole more than it is a pizza, and I would that say that's interesting. Wait, what? You, I said people call like uh, Chicago style more of a casserole than an actual pizza. Yeah, yeah, it's like a pizza casserole. Yeah, yeah. I, I but I, Chicago I, people get super offended by that. And they're like, no, it's pizza. No, I I agree. Um, and I, I like it in that sense. Um. And then I'll just tell. It everyone. is good though, man. Yeah, it is good. It I'll is tell good. Everyone but what I, I do my... want New York City pizza. Yeah, I... thin, thin pizza. This is what I put on my hot dog. Uh, I do ketchup, mustard, relish, onion, shredded cheese, and a little bit of Tabasco. Hold on. Let me just write write down what you just said. So ketchup, mustard, onion, relish. Okay, km onion. Rel. Okay, and then go. They have shredded cheese. Cheese. And then a little like dash of Tabasco. Tabasco. But yeah, ketchup. Okay, mustard, so what we're talking about relish, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, That's six toppings. I'd say ketchup, mustard, relish, onion is what. If they don't have that, I'm probably not going to get a hot dog. All right. So <clears throat> if they don't have relish, then I'm probably not going to get a hot dog. Really? Now, my dad. And clearly, you you know you're on my side, you know, with this. But my dad seems to think that putting ketchup on a hot dog is complete and utter insanity. Like when I put on, you know, ketchup, he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "What do you mean, man? Ketchup <laughs> mustard is like a base layer for hot dogs." And he's like, "Never in my life have I put ketchup on a hot dog." And it's just so funny to me. I'm like, Dad. I'm your son. You grew up with me. Did you not notice my whole life that I've been putting ketchup <laughs> on my thing. hot dogs? Such a dad thing to still be surprised and be like, what? And you're like, I'm, I've never not put ketchup on a hot dog, dad. And you've cooked so, plenty for me. Yes, yes. And you've cooked hundreds for me, right? Because when mom's out of town, you're like, okay, shit, man. Do you want pasta or do you want a hot dog? <laughs> so you know what I put on my, on my dogs. So in a perfect world for me, uh, ketchup, mustard, onion, relish. Ketchup, Done. mustard, onion, relish. Wow, we have the same hot dog order, Austin. Yeah, I don't put cheese on, well, and, and I don't put. That's if I'm at home and I and I have a cheese, you know, hinkling. But yeah, ketchup, mustard, relish, and onion. Hinkling, hinkling, hinkling. I don't know what's the word. Okay. Hinkling. That's. Um, I just I just like to call you out for you know little random things like that. Yeah, that I don't a lot of times know what words are right. I know you don't, which is amazing. Um, I do like chili dogs, but I don't eat them much because they're super, super filling. Now, people, yeah, if, if 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 you come in town and you go to like River Dogs game, we'll put okra on it. And there are other dogs, like they have some pretty awesome dogs because the name of our team, our AAA baseball team is the River Dogs. So they put all sorts of interesting toppings on there. But my favorite is the pimento cheese with the with the okra are you more adventurous with hot dog toppings or cheeseburger toppings hot dog toppings see i would dude i would would try i I could straight up eat a hamburger sorry go on so uh, what i mean is like if i'm getting a hot dog it's probably gonna be ketchup mustard relish onion but with a cheeseburger i'll be like you know what whatever your special thing is like i'll try it sure but like if I'm at a barbecue cookout, I easily can just be like, put a patty on a bun, put some ketchup on it, and I will eat it and be content. I need ketchup and I, mustard, and I'll be fine. 
I don't put mustard on it, but like, I don't, you know, unless I'm getting like a Wendy's, you know, fucking burger or I'm ordering a burger at a restaurant. I don't care if there's lettuce, tomato, you know, the like onion, the whole thing. If I'm at a backyard cookout, I quite literally can just be like, why don't you slap that patty on the bun and slap some ketchup on there and, and I'll be happy as a clam. Um, all right. We've got, uh, some bestie questions some best friend questions, uh, coming up. We're going to take a quick, um, break. Play a wagon wheel. That is amazing. Um, so, so funny. Craig turned it down right when he said Raleigh. We played that for our, for our great friend, Nick Norris, because he is in Raleigh. And uh, yeah, that's oh, just a great song. It makes me kind of like, you know, I'm like, wait, let's uh, go to the Silver Dollar, Craig. Want to meet me at the Dollar? Heck yeah. Um, God, I love the Dollar. I will always go to the Dollar with you. Um Sending love from Philly. My next door neighbor recently got divorced and is apparently healing. His wife suffered extreme postpartum and left him out of the blue with a five and a one-year-old. Wow. I've had a crush on him since I moved in, but he only smiles and stares, but no talking. Should I wait for him to introduce himself or go right up to him? Bestie from the city of brotherly love. Austin, I think that's a you question. That is an interesting one. And I think that... At a certain point, especially if you're writing to us and asking us a question, uh, it means that you don't wait for shit. It means you walk up and you introduce yourself. Yeah. I mean, we don't, you don't have to run into his arms and like try to kiss no. him. Just go say hi though. I mean, I, Austin knows um, from the periods in my life that I've been single with Austin is I, I never went up to girls. Like I, I was shy. I'm a lot shyer than people think is what I mean. Like, Austin would be like, that girl, yes. Like I've been in this situation before and I all I wanted was the girl to come up and say hi to me. And when she did, we would have like a great time, but I was unable to like make the first yeah. move. Yeah. You know, sometimes we'd we'd you know be out or something and Craig would be like, That girl over there is really cute. And I'd be like, You mean the one that can't stop, you know, looking at you? And he's like, Yeah, her. And I'm like, Well, go say hey. He's like, No, 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 no. I'm like, oh my God. And I, I so as that, as your neighbor or someone that can relate, uh, yeah, go say hi to him. Yeah, I definitely. Think, yeah. And just like Craig said, that's not like a binding contract of like love. It's just like, yeah, you're not making, uh, like, you're not being aggressive by saying hi. If anything, but, you're being normal. But, but you should be more aggressive than what you are being. Just reminds me, forgetting Sarah Marshall, you can't pop up on the surfboard if you're lying there doing nothing. You yeah. got to do more than that. Exactly. <clears throat> um, this guy that I am seeing, we do not have many similar interests, and I really do not see it going very far. With that said, the sex is really good. He is not selfish and is always up to try new things. However, I feel like he wants more, and I would like to keep looking for someone else who I can connect with on all levels. I applaud your honesty, uh, Bestie. Should I be honest with him or just use him? I feel like he will say yes to being friends with benefits because he is a guy but I do not want to hurt his feelings because he is sweet. Is it okay to be selfish or should I break it off uh, if it seems he wants more? I think that she hits the buzzer word when she said, I think if I'm honest and tell him that I want to be friends with benefits, that's the phrase right there. Honesty. Yeah. Hey, I think that if I'm honest and I say, hey, you've got a great dick and uh, we have lots of fun together and I love when you go down on me. But um I don't think that this is it, but I'd like to keep on sleeping together. I mean, what? See, now I don't know how long they've been dating. Maybe I'm, I I well, missed that you'll part. You'll feel right? better, and but look, like what? What guy wouldn't be like? All right, I am down. Yeah. I am down with that arrangement. Well, and you're gonna find good sex again. Like you know, it's not that. It really makes me sad sometimes to hear like these 
how terrible guys are in bed. Uh, but uh, not all, not all guys are, are bad lovers. And, um, I think, I don't think you should lead him on into thinking you're dating, but look, if you tell him all that, like if he's not seeing anyone else and you're honest with him, then it's not your fault. And he can continue to only see you or not see, you know, or see other people. That's up to him. But if yeah, he's starting to get that's that, yeah. that's a good point, Craig. That so, is a good point. I mean, that is up to him. If you're honest and he's still like, well, I'm not, you know, seeing anyone else. It's like, but I told you that I just wanted to be friends with benefits. That's that's up to him. But if he's mm-hmm. not seeing anyone and you continue to do it without talking to him, then you're just going to you're going to start to feel guilty and slimy anyway. Um, but I, but hey, girl, use that tongue. But be honest, like uh, Austin said, and you'll you'll feel better. Um, which, which I am working on immensely in, uh, in my life, open and upfront honesty is the way to live. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it's funny that, that way, way more people than you think can relate to that. Jeez. I just, I was going to read this question about dealing with drama in the workplace because we're on reality TV, but kind of want to see where this question goes. I just found out, I just found out that I hooked up with my boyfriend's cousin I am going with him to their wedding, and as neither post much to social media, I did not know that they were related as they have different last names. This was about two years before I met my boyfriend, but I actually hooked up with him while he was seeing his now soon-to-be wife. I know, judge me. How do I tell him? We have been seeing each other officially for about six months. Um, After we answer this question, yeah, I mean, the broader question that, that I have for you, Craig, and for the listeners is, is it inappropriate to go to a wedding where you used to sleep with, you know, the, you know, one of the two, the bride or, well, I'm sure. And I'm not saying that you used to date them. I'm sure you were wondering. Sorry, go ahead. Because if you used to date them, right, then that's different than I'm sure that the bride and groom, I mean, I'm sure that the bride and groom like spoke about that prior to you attending that wedding. Like they're well aware that you used to date. Um, but what if you just used to like casually sleep with one of the bride or groom and the other person doesn't know that, like, is that inappropriate to go to a wedding or not? Uh, I, I was going to hear say, your responses. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you were probably wondering what I was thinking the, the other week, but, um, yeah, I I am wondering what you're thinking. I mean, you already know what I was thinking. <laughs> you think it's inappropriate, but no, I I it well, it's here. I think you had a great great point. There is a, a difference, but let's let's get back to this one. Okay. No, yes. Yeah. I think it's. I was just laughing about the other one. Um. Here's here's what I my advice is. You a hundred percent tell your boyfriend because there's no dishonesty there between you and him, and. Um, it just is what it is. I mean, hopefully if you guys are solid, it's not a big deal. We all obviously have hooked up with people before the, you know, in our past. Um, it just, we live in a pretty sexual culture. Now, what you guys do about, you know, the wedding itself, that's up to your boyfriend. But I think that in any world, like in all worlds, you tell the boyfriend is what I think. Yeah, because I just feel like, that is something that is going to come out at some point. And if you get like ahead of that, which it shouldn't be any sort of big deal, as long as you're like, Hey, look, just a heads up. This is what happened in the past. Cause the past shouldn't matter. But if you try to keep that kind of like a secret, then, and, and then it comes up, then you're like, Oh shit. Well, and you got to let him know because he, he has to be able to make that call and whether you go to the wedding or not. You know, the cousin, your boyfriend will know sure. his cousin better than like, you, like you're sure. not, you're not entitled to make this call because like, I think, what do you think that the cousin hasn't forgotten? So you're going to show up at his wedding and he's yeah. going to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What and the like, fuck the last thing that you want to happen to is like, he's, you know, walking down the aisle with like his new bride and he like catches like a side you know, glimpse of you. And he's like, does like a double take. Like what the, what the hell is Mallory doing here? And all I can think about up there is like, what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah, Yeah. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then at some point, by the way, 
two weeks later, he's going to the groom will, will reach out to his cousin and be like, dude, why did you bring <laughs> Mallory to the wedding? And then he's like, well, what do you mean, man? You know, she's my girlfriend. He's like, Oh, she clearly didn't tell you like that was going to come out. Yeah. So, um, you're in the, you're, you're in the, like the easiest time to tell him is now it is not going to get any easier. It will get harder. So I'd say, nip totally. bud. um, and then I mean, doling out like advice is so much you know easier than taking it. Yes. We recognize that. We recognize that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny because some of these you're going to see, you know, one day on your TV. Yes. <laughs> like, wait, I yeah. asked them a, uh, this question. So also, did not take his own advice. Yeah. <laughs> this, the second part to that question is he used, she used to sleep with him while he was still dating the wife. Well, no, I know, but that's why that's going to be up to her, her boyfriend on how to deal with that. Um, I, I think she tells the boyfriend because dude, if I've learned anything and I think Austin would agree with me, maybe more so because we're on TV, but everything in the world is going to come out and you're the only way relationships survive is because of the sturdiness of the foundation and these sort of cracks that you can, yes, it's scary to address, but that you can deal with. Like you got, like it just will never last. Austin, when you say that like cracks are just not survivable, um, like hidden cracks. Absolutely not. I mean, everything that you just said is like the hidden crack thing. If you have a secret from your partner, like, a, it eats at you, and B, if it comes out, like it's just not good. Now, it's just not good uh, for anybody. And so, you know, she might be, she's probably like, well, what if my boyfriend judges me for hooking up with someone, you know, that was dating? I mean, it's definitely a messy situation, but if you like him enough, then you just got to tell him. So. No, well, she, she literally could ruin the marriage. It's like, <laughs> what is happening here? Like, she literally, because then the cousin would be like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 what? You used to sleep with him while he was engaged to with. Oh no, not engaged, just dating. Okay, but, but still, still yeah. I mean. All right, I think uh, we did a good job on that one. Have you ever there. seen Ghost to Girlfriend Past? It almost broke up their whole wedding. <laughs> um, here's a little lighter one, and we'll send you guys on your way. I want my husband <laughs> to get a vasectomy, but I do not know how to bring it up. I know you are not married. Or have not had kids yet. I have three. But how would you want it brought up? I I mean, I think that's a girl's power to just be like, hey, I don't want any more kids. And I like well, having wait, sex with hold you. Hold on. Hold on. Is this a man who you've never wrote it? No. no. A woman says that she wants her boyfriend to get a vasectomy but doesn't know how to bring it up. She wants her husband to get snipped, but they have three kids already. I mean, if it's your husband and you have three kids, like, I, I, I say that you're full on, like... <laughs> I mean, you know, me, I'd be like, hey, I think uh, we've had enough there. You know, the stable's yeah. full, don't you think? I don't you know? wear condoms. kind of gauge his reaction. Yeah, like, I don't want to wear condoms, and I'm not going back on birth control, and I want to continue having sex with you. So I'll let you do it during March Madness or during, like, the Masters, and you can sit on the couch for a week and just watch sports, and I will serve you. And... Only so my my buddies getting Craig. When we get married, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I have buddies getting vasectomies, and apparently those dates book up like a year in advance. Oh, because of like the recovery is like they encourage you to just sit and watch TV, and so guys like to do it during icing your balls for like a like a week straight. Oh, that sounds awful. I mean. But yeah, I mean, I think that there are other ways to subtly say so as well, right? Where where you're like, hey, uh, you know, we're uh, one player short of like a soccer team here. Maybe we uh, give it a rest and like gauge the reaction. And then if he's like, I agree, then just be like, boom, vasectomy, me, babe. Done. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to eat a Delta 8 gummy now. And if you are looking... Send us uh, your gummies and uh, your suggestions to the boys at pillowsandbeer.com. Yeah. Also, and, uh, will you guys leave us some videos on our thing on Instagram? Nick, for some reason, did this, and it's not getting a ton of traction. What do you mean? 
leave us some videos. You can leave us. I think you guys need to post about it on your story, you and I think you'll get a ton video of video messages on our Instagram. You click on the link, and it's like a video voicemail, and then we'll answer oh. questions. Oh, on, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll send you guys the link, Austin, so you can post about it personally. Yeah, we'll do it when we post this episode. But, um, you know, we love all of you. And besties, thank you once again for another great week. And, um, yeah, we love you. Please keep on keep on coming up to us and saying uh, and telling us that you're besties. It it makes us happy. It makes us very happy. And hopefully so, you like all the love. Love you. Bye, guys. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now, I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.